You're listening to Productivity on Purpose, episode 59, How to Wake Up with a Plan. Listen, lady, you're capable, smart, and driven. Then why do you feel so overwhelmed? Hi, I'm Ruthie Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, best-selling author, and former perfectionist. Okay, current, but working on it. I'm here to show rockstar professionals who are doing it all that you can have an amazing career, relationships, and life by taking control of your focus, habits, and goals. Join me for simple and motivating ways to squash overwhelm and reconnect with what matters most. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Hello, my lovelies. Mirthi Parikh here, the stress squasher, otherwise known as your productivity bestie for your career, home, and life. So I have been having an awakening lately at work about my messaging in my organization and life is organized. I've been like really thinking about and distilling what differentiates me or rather how to express what differentiates me amongst other productivity coaches. If you heard episode, I don't know what it is, but I'm going to link it below the episode on branding that I the interview I did with Malika Malhotra just a few episodes ago, that's kind of what we were talking about. And I said to her, I'm like, gosh, you know, I, I feel like sometimes I rely on my personality. Like that is my big differentiator. And that is like, I know that that is one major thing that sets me apart. But I've really been trying to get through on messaging to make it super clear. Like if someone was to read something that I had versus hear me, that they would be like, oh, she is so different from everyone else. And, you know, it's just more than the tone. And I have figured it out. I feel like I have. You know, if you're anyone in business knows these things are always evolving and you think you've hit this, you know, the bullet and then things change. But What I really feel like I know now is that I specialize in helping women, ready, drum roll please, wake up with a plan. Yep, that's it. The highest performers, the most highly productive people, and especially women who are moving throughout the day in alignment to their plan is where I put my best effort. It's where I exceed and excel. And that's what I help them do. And it's kind of crazy that I finally connected the dots or seen the light because practically every single thing I do with my clients comes down to one common denominator. And that, of course, is planning. It's planning. It's like everything we do, everything I teach, everything I work on, everything I partner with, everything I talk about here is essentially based on planning from when and how will I deal with all my distractions like emails or texts and what will I eat today and when will I create that presentation or have time to write this podcast? Where will I store the thoughts for the podcast? How will I find time to get to the doctor's appointment or even call the doctor? Where and when will I host girls' night? What will that look like? What will it feel like? And on and on and on. And pretty much with every decision in your life, if you want it to run really smoothly, if you want it to feel like this is a well-oiled machine, if you want to feel rewarded, like you're contributing, like you're being valued, if you want to be productive, this impacts, the idea of planning impacts every decision in your life. 
And this is what I love to do more than anything and where I truly believe I excel and I probably am beating this into the minds and hearts of my clients all the time and on this podcast, not even knowing that this is that common denominator. For me to help you wake up with a plan of action every day is like my life's purpose because I know what that does in your life. I know that it's like the first piece of that day. It primes you. It's the foundation of your day to ultimately make it feel joyful and fulfilled and accomplished, which then impacts your motivation and inspiration for the next day. So there's this amazing just snowball effect that lifts your life and really just delivers you as the best version of yourself. So if I sound excited about this, I am. And I'm really excited, like I said, to kind of feel like, okay, this is it. This is the thing that I know that I'm, you know, really can help you all with and what I, where I excel. So to have this method to the madness each and every day. Now, before I jump into telling you what, how to do that and how to make this happen for you, I actually want to make a few distinctions here about what I mean when I say wake up with a plan. Now, waking up with a plan, my sweet, is different than a morning routine. I want to definitely make that distinction because I think it can be confusing. If you're thinking, oh, wake up with a plan. That means I'm supposed to have my green juice and stand on my head for 50 minutes and go for a jog and do my journaling and do my meditation and all that stuff. And no, that's not what this means. Yes, the morning routine is part of a plan, but your daily plan is the whole deal. We're talking about your morning for sure. Everything to motivate you to get out of bed on time, to not hit that snooze button, to figure out, yeah, am I going to go exercise or am I going to go have coffee by myself or am I going to jump into whatever I need to do for that day? Like, what does that look like? What does it feel like? Two, all right, I got to get everyone out the door. I got to get myself ready. I got to get to work. What do those clients look like? What are my first deliverables? What are my priorities? What's the next thing after that? When do I make time for the emails and the text? What about lunch? What am I doing in the afternoon? Where's my high energy? I When I make it back home, am I making dinner? Is dinner ready? Like, what am I doing with the kids? Do I have the dog? Do I have time with my husband or my wife? Am I seeing friends? Do I call my parents, right? It, do I read books at night? It just goes on and on. Like I said, it's those decisions all day. And imagine waking up kind of already knowing that. Imagine having that framed out for you when you got up in the morning. Okay, so that is what it means to wake up with a plan. So yes, the morning routine is a part of it, but it's certainly not all of it. The second distinction or just really clarification I want to make about what it means to wake up with a plan is that although you can wake up with a plan, Things change all the time. You know this. I know this. Rarely is a day when everything goes perfectly aligned, perfectly as you planned it. So you have got to be armed and you've got to be ready to pivot mentally, emotionally, physically at times and make those changes. But here's the really good news, because I know that that can often throw us off and send us awry And, you know, we feel like one hitch in the plan messes up the whole day. But the good news is this. If you are a planner, if you are one who does wake up with a plan, if you do this consistently, if you know the right way to do it, you're going to have a much easier time making unforeseen changes throughout the day. So when something comes and just throws you off course, 
you're going to handle it and react and respond so much more strategically and just with so much more ease and control than if you didn't wake up with a plan at all, or if you were not in that habit of creating that plan for the day. So that's something really important to think about. Yes, you can have the plan. Yes, it will change. But are you armed and ready to make that pivot and just, you know, change with it and reprioritize and just move back on, move back on to the next plan of action? All right. So now that we got those two out of the way, you might be thinking, all right, lady, now what are some of the steps and how do I actually do this whole wake up with a plan kind of thing? All right. So what it is, is actually just outlining your day, like creating that roadmap, having that plan of action. So I think the best analogy could be thinking about your daily plan of action, waking up with it like you have an itinerary. Okay, if you've ever booked a tour, you know, if you go like on a tour and you have a tour guide or, and they give you, they give you the itinerary, you're familiar with it, right? Or maybe even not like a wedding or you're going to a show, there's always some itinerary that they pass out, the pamphlets, right? And has the timings and what to expect. That's kind of like that. So if you're on this vacation tour, you might get your itinerary and it says there's breakfast from nine, from eight to nine and we got yoga on the beach from nine to ten and 10 to 12, we're touring the island, but you have got to be at the bus at 9.45 because the last call to get on the bus is 9.55. Okay, so even though they're giving you that that itinerary of like what's going to happen next, they're also putting some boundaries around where you have to be when. So kind of planning ahead, oh, I've got to be there 15 minutes earlier. And okay, so we go for the tour, 10 to 12, and then there's lunch, and you have to be here at this certain time to get the bus back and, you know, and so on and so forth. You get the idea. And that's essentially what we're doing when we're mapping out your day. When you're coming up with a plan of action, you are actually creating your itinerary of the day, but also thinking about, well, what are the times I got to fit in for the planning or for the travel or for the driving or for the setup or for the post like tear down of the setup, the analysis, the pre-analysis, we're adding those, those kind of buffer times, if you will, in between the actual tasks or items or projects that we are going to be working on or implementing throughout the day. Now, I know that this at first, or just listening to this perhaps can feel overwhelming. I know this because I work with a lot of women on this and they're like, oh my gosh, that just shuts me down. And there can be a lot of resistance about this. So I want to talk about the resistance you might be having, why you might be having it, and how to get over it. One of the first thoughts you might be having, and again, because I hear this from so many awesome women who are totally driven, ambitious, doing all the things, and we start talking about this, and one of the first things I hear is that this is just too structured for me. I don't thrive on structure. I like to be more creative. This makes me feel really confined. The thought of having this much structure overwhelms me. Okay, so those are all the types of things. If you're nodding right now, you're like, yeah, she's crazy. I don't need my itinerary for the day. Here's what I want to ask you. How well is it working out for you without your itinerary? How well is it working out for you without the structure? (laughs) How well, my dear friend, is it working out for you without the plan of action? Do you find yourself reacting most of the day? Are you feeling scattered? 
Are you confused about where to put your energy next? Are you looking at the to-do list over and over and over and like trying to just move things around and reprioritize and decide what to do until you're kind of just like procrastinating, wasting time, sitting in overwhelm because you just don't know what to do next? Yeah, so if you feel that this this is too structured for you, I want to first of all challenge you and say, well, what's the unstructured approach that you have? How's it how's it working out for you? Because y'all, you know, if you want different results, you're gonna have to do things a little differently. So how about instead of just saying it feels too structured, how about we embrace some of the structure and recognize and realize that that structure is going to give you more mental freedom, more clarity, more liberation than ever being without a structure. Why? Because like I mentioned, you're going to know where to put your energy. You're not going to be wasting your energy thinking about what is my next steps? What should I be focusing on next? What, you know, what should I attack next? Like, what is the next thing? That, that's all taken out of the equation. When you're working that way, you're working smarter. You're using less brain cells, less brain energy, which means you're saving it and putting it towards time to be more creative. It is time to get through your thoughts more quickly so you have more time at the end of the day for your family to be present, for great listening, for great conversations, to go take a walk, to go to the gym, to do whatever the heck you want because you're getting through your day faster and higher quality. So that is actually what this framework, what this does, what the structure does for you. We've got to change that mindset that it's taking away, like it's making you more confined. In fact, it's actually opening up a world of possibilities and creativity. I'm pretty sure I need to do an entire episode on that, but I'm going to leave it there and let you sit with that. I'd love to hear what you think. Number two, resistance that I hear is that women say, this is just going to take me too long. It's just going to take me too long to sit here and like have to plan out my day. I don't have time for that. Again, I'm going to ask you, Without that five or 10 minute investment, and girlfriend, that is really what it is. It is no more than 10 minutes or you're doing it wrong, all right? Maybe it's five to 10 minutes. You're thinking through, you're prioritizing, you're mapping out, you're actually writing out the time frames and what you want to get done specifically during those times, adding in the buffer, taking maybe all of 10 minutes. And that 10 minutes is going to save you two hours on the back end. Because again, it's getting us out of the scatteredness mode. It's getting us out of chaos. It is so imperative that if you want to start taking control of your time and your day and your energy and your resources, that you stop focusing on the investment of time and start focusing on how much more time you will have with this small investment. Number three, the third resistance piece that I hear is that I've tried this before. (laughs) I've tried this before and I always underestimate my time so it never works. I'm always behind and this this just doesn't work for me. That's it. Done. Like, I can't do this again. Okay, that might be hitting home for you because at some point, I bet you have tried something along these lines. It doesn't work out. And we're like, okay, that's it. Now, have you ever thought that maybe, just maybe, It's not the strategy that doesn't work. It's just the way that I'm implementing it that's not correct or right or work. 
if every time you're underestimating and you try this again, are you increasing the time for all of the projects and tasks and to-dos on your list? That when you're mapping out your day, or are you keeping them the same and thinking, well, somehow magically, I put an hour for this last week and it really took me two, but if I put an hour on it this week or again or for tomorrow, it's going to be an hour. (laughs) It doesn't work that way. So maybe, just maybe, we have got to get in touch with and really embrace and accept the reality of how long things actually take. Maybe we need to break them down further. Maybe we need to batch them. Maybe we need to theme our days. I mean, there are so many different ways to make this process more efficient, but just to like, you know, slap your hands together and say, it doesn't work, it didn't work for me in the past is really just an excuse. It's like, I don't really want to learn the way to do it properly. I don't want to get the guidance or the support. I'm just going to wipe my hands of it and say it doesn't work. So lady, if that's you, I'm going to say, I know you're better than that. I know we're not going to use this as an excuse moving forward. Maybe it is time that we just learn a skill because you don't know the skill and that's fine, right? Whoever taught us these things, I wouldn't know any of this stuff unless I studied and trained for it. So it's not that it doesn't work. You just might not be doing it exactly in a way that's working for you. Another piece of resistance that I have, and this is probably the Mac Daddy reason. This is like one of the big, big, biggest excuses why you necessarily don't want to do this whole planning your day thing, is that it requires you to come face to face with the reality of how much you're really going to get done. And unfortunately, this is typically significantly less than what you think you can get done. Okay, let me say that again. What you can really get done when you map out your day is usually significantly less than what you think you can get done in your day. And so, therefore, you don't want to do it because you don't want to face reality. Best analogy I can think of this is whenever I'm trying to like track my weight or track my calories, if I'm, you know, following my fitness pal or noob or something, I'm like, in my mind, I think, oh, I definitely stayed within that like 1200 calories. I'm thinking about all the things I ate. They were so good and it was so healthy. And then I'll go in and I'll actually at the end of the day, put it in. And really what I should be doing is entering it as I'm eating or before I eat so I can see how much it is. But I'll do it afterwards. I'll start scanning the packages and realize, oh my gosh, I thought I did so well, but I actually went 500 calories over because I didn't plan ahead. And, you know, something that I ate had way more calories or way more fat or way more, whatever it is, you know, something far higher. And then I just feel like crap. And had I just done it ahead of time, I could have really planned my, my eating and my food and my meals better. So I could have stayed within that budget that I have or that parameter. And that is just what it's like to plan your day. In our head, in our minds, we always think we can get more done than we can. Always. Always, right? It's so frustrating. But if you actually mapped out that time, if you really, truly looked at the appointments you have and the meetings you have, and then thought about exactly what you needed to get done, step by step, piece by piece, broke it down, thought about what do I have to do to prepare for this? What do I have to do to send it out? How many emails do I need to, you know, really thinking it through, putting a time frame around it, and then putting that on your calendar? You'd realize, oh, shoot, man, I can only do like half of what I thought I was going to do. And that sucks. It's like a harsh reality. But here's the deal. That harsh reality is actually a beautiful reality, a beautiful place to be because now you've set your expectations 
and you know exactly what you can get done. And you always end each day feeling totally fulfilled because instead of thinking I'm going to get 20 things done or 15 things done on my list and only being able to get through five and then just being all pissed off at yourself and self, you know, just self-negative self-talk of saying, oh gosh, I didn't get those other nine or 10 things done. Instead, you'll know, you know what? Now that I've planned it out, I can only really get five things done. I got the five things done and I feel like a million bucks because I had 100% accomplishment. So please, 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 please do not, do not use that as an excuse. I know it's a harsh reality, but it's a beautiful reality too. Okay. So to make this all easier with my clients, we go through a process where we've already, we come up with your top goals and then we kind of break that down. What are your top goals for the next two weeks? Or like, if you're looking at your top goals, what actions do you want to take the next two weeks? Two weeks, I call them two week sprints. And then we funnel it down and we look at a one week approach. So it's like we're starting from a bigger goal, then we move to two weeks, then we go to one week. So that when you get to the daily level, so if you can picture like a funnel, right? It's really wide on top with bigger goals. And we move down the funnel, it's two week goals. You move down one more, it's a one week goal. You move down one more, it's just your daily goals. By the time you get to this every day, like I'm gonna wake up with my plan and plan the day, it is so clear And it is so easy and pretty simple to prioritize because we've already gone through that process. So you've distilled all the information and you know what to focus on for that day because you've already funneled it down. So it's a really great exercise and something I do to help you figure out, well, what are those priorities for the day? We also work really closely on breaking down your projects and tasks into bite-sized pieces so you can more accurately estimate your time. I know we just talked about this, but it is really frustrating to overestimate or rather underestimate all the time and things always taking so much longer than you think they're going to and it totally throws you off and you can never plan. So this is a skill that typically needs some developing and it's not hard at all. Again, you just kind of have to learn the right way to do it. You just got to be taught. This is not something that we learn, that we take a class in, that anyone's like teaching us at our jobs or anything like that. So we just spend a few little bit of time on it. We come up with a really easy way to do this in a few minutes. And so then once you know where you're focusing your attention, right, you know your priorities for the day and you know how to break it down, then waking up with a plan is a super simple process, super simple activity, and probably the most powerful exercise for you every single day. And as a result... It is like 50 pounds off your shoulders. Literally, it's like I'm just dropping the weight when I wake up and you know exactly what's in store for you. What's my next plan? What am I doing next? Where am I putting my focus? How am I staying focused, right? Your clarity, it's just like, it's like if you have a really blurry vision and you put on a great pair of glasses. I mean, that is what it's like. You just exactly know where to put your focus and energy and how to get the results you really want, which of course then impacts your confidence and your leadership and your motivation and your self-esteem like goes through the roof. Not to mention the positive role modeling you're doing for your other team members or your family or your kids, right? When they can see you, because everybody sees it. Everybody sees it when you when you exceed, when you excel, and when you have show up with leadership and confidence. In your presence, you can just feel it. Now 
when you wake up with a plan. Now that is when you are a woman fully in control, when you are on top of your game and when you are a true leader. So my dear friend, is planning an area in which you could use some improvement? Chances are yes. But when you get good at this, when you make this a core pattern, your world will change. You will be so dang accomplished, respected, and living with such high personal integrity. This is how women leaders are developed, and this is how you thrive at work and how you thrive in your personal life. And if this is something you've tried to do many times, like I know so many of us have, right? But you've struggled and you failed. First of all, know that you are not alone because like I said, this is not stuff that's taught. But also know that you're not alone because I would love to be there with you every step of the way. Holding your hand, teaching you these skills so that you can show up as the best version of you too. So if you want to talk about how to plan your day, how to plan your life, how to get systems in place in a way that's low stress, and honestly, it's pretty fun, (laughs) then let's get together, my friend. I would love to chat with you. Come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash apply, A-P-P-L-Y. We'll have a low stress, no obligation call. Just see what's kind of keeping you stuck, stuck in mediocrity or like stuck in chaos, and more importantly, just how to get you out of it. All righty. So that wraps up for today, and I always love to leave you with a challenge because, you know, I want to make your time here 100% worth it, so I encourage you to take this small action this week, and in fact, in the next 24 hours while your motivation is high. Today's action is to spend 10 minutes, just 10 minutes, my love, 10 minutes, make a 10-minute investment in planning out your tomorrow, and your tomorrow self, your future self, will thank you a hundred times over. And I mean this for reals, like not just a list, not something on my head, not a couple things jotting down on my calendar, but actually thinking through the time it will take for specific tasks from the time you wake up to when you go to bed. Create that daily schedule for you tomorrow, aka the plan. Don't make this time you invested right now go to waste. I cannot wait for you to do it. And you know, if you have any questions for me, come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash podcast forward slash 59 for this episode or any of the episodes, write me a note and I'd be happy to guide you. By the way, if you like what you're hearing and you want some more awesome and free goodies, you're gonna have to get your hands on my resource called 21 Killer Hacks to Stop Feeling Overwhelmed over at lifeisorganized.com forward slash hacks, H-A-C-K-S. All right, my sweet love, thank you for your time, your loving vibes, your positive energy. Know that I'm sending it right back your way. And last friendly reminder, please subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. Leave a review, share it with your friends. That's how all this goodness gets shared and it can help impact more amazing women like you all around the world. Here's to productivity on purpose. Please, please stay safe, love and support one another and I will catch you next time. Bye-bye.